Hello, everyone. Welcome to my biblical story session. My name is Catherine, and today I will be telling you about the Bible from the beginning. The Bible begins with the book of Genesis, and it is the first book of the Bible. It also is the first book of the Old Testament. Genesis is one of the books of the Pentateuch, and traditionally, it is agreed upon that Moses was the author. Moses is another important character from the Old Testament, which you'll hear about him later in the narrative.、Um, later on, so traditionally, the first five books of the Old Testament are called the Pentateuch: Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. In Hebrew, it is also called the Torah. Uh, if you translate the Torah into English, it means a ruler, a measuring rod, and what it's trying to convey is that it's a standard of living that measures every aspect of our lives. It contains many laws in regard to living on Earth, and especially in the books of Deuteronomy and Leviticus. However, it has an overarching theme of、uh, human failures and God's redemption in the process. So I'm going to begin with God's creation in seven days, and this is written in the book of Genesis, chapter one, verse one, to Genesis chapter two, verse one to three.、Um, a recurring theme in this telling of creation is the fact that everything God made it was good. It reflects the nature of God, which is always good. And he is the source of this goodness, never evil. He is the only God, and very unlike the gods that we're so accustomed to in Greek mythologies or just tribal beliefs. So there is no、uh, many many gods. There's only one God. The scripture begins with God creating the heaven and the earth, and the sentence establishes God as the ultimate creator. And his absolute authority. God formed Earth out of nothing, and originally Earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. It could be describing the formation of Earth, where everything is really a dense mixture of gases, dusts, debris, enveloped the early Earth. There was no order to these things, so the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And the word "spirit" is also referring to as a strong wind in Hebrew. So it draws or it shows a strong and powerful presence to the darkness. And for the term "waters," I wrestled with the term for a while, and I looked up several possible interpretations. And the one I end up with is. I'm going to take the literal meaning of the word. It is water, as we all know. Even Darwin's theory of evolution pointed to the fact that all life comes from water, and I see no point in interpreting it more than what it is. It is the origin of life, and you can see it as the primordial soup, so to speak. So God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. When God speaks, things come into being. And it shows his authority over all his created beings, including light. And he saw light was good, so he separated the light from the darkness. 
He called the light day and the darkness night. This becomes the first day.、Uh, one thing to notice here is that the sun and moon and stars, they had not been created yet, and but the light had already appeared.、Uh, these astrono- astronomical bodies did not appear until later in the seven days. So it becomes a very controversial concept to many that the light did not come from the source of light as we are. Uh, familiar with or what we're accustomed to, God is the source of light, and I know many will argue against this, and many of my friends did challenge me on this in the past. However, I think it is not as unfathomable as it seems. After the sun, moon, and stars were created, our source of light are indeed from these、um, ce- celestial bodies. Uh, but I think the point is, to God, He、uh, brought light into the dark earth, and this light、um, did not necessarily depend on the celestial body's lights.、Uh, he does not need to depend on these sources of light to introduce the light to the darkness. And precisely because He is the Creator,、um, it is us who are the created beings. Who need to perceive the light from the sun and moon and the stars? So on day two, God said, "Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water." We see this recurring theme of God speaks and things come into being. His words are powerful and true. So God made the vault, the sky, and this is the second day. On the third day, God said. Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear. So the dry ground becomes land, and the waters are called the seas, or are the seas.、Uh, again, God still sees these to be good, and He、uh, separated the land and the waters, so、um, many things can come into being. The growth of sea-bearing vegetations on land. Now appear to provide food to animals and humans. Again, these are made, or these were made, orderly according to its kind, and these are also considered as good. So, in other words, these are perfect, and these can be categorized into species. And God is an organized God, and this concludes the third day. From the fourth day on, the focus has shifted to what's going on on Earth. The fourth day, many things begin to happen. Verse fourteen to eighteen tells us that God created the sun, the moon, and stars to mark the seasons and festivals, to govern the day and the night. These are all very good. So now the lights and darkness are not only there to bring the days, the seasons and the festivals now can be marked and celebrated. The fifth day, God began to fill the waters and skies with animals. Uh, the birds showed up, flying freely over the earth in the expanse of the sky, and it is a beautiful image if you think about it. The great animals swim the seas in the waters, and they are again made according to its kind. God blessed them and said, "Be fruitful and increase in numbers." The blessings of increasing and filling up the created space shows. God's love and care to His created beings. The sixth day, animals on land begin to appear. There are two kinds: wild animals and livestock. 
So let this be a warning to people who have wild animals as pets. They're not supposed to be pets. They're not livestock, and they're not supposed to live with you. These differences were set even in the beginning of creation, and I'm actually surprised to find that because I thought、um, we didn't really do this kind of differentiation later on、um, as humans progress in history. So after these animals have appeared, God made man in His image. Um, and this will later appear also in the narrative on Adam and Eve.、Uh, so, Adam、um, really it means like soil or dirt in the original Hebrew. But then God did say it's a, a male Adam and a female Adam. So, it was originally created that way, and then God did. Specify it、um, for human beings. On、um, just a side note, from the order of creation, the order of appearance also matches with Darwin's theory of evolution.、Um, I'm not bringing up the macro evolution that Darwin's theory has、um, established over the many years. And I don't believe in them. But however, I think Darwin got the order of appearance right. The water appears first, and then plants on land, then birds and fish, and then lastly the animals on land and humans.、Um, so God gave all the animals and humans green plants to eat. So there was no animal killing and eating when God first created the world. This point becomes very important once we get into the fall of man and pronouncement of redemption. Here, the scripture especially pointed out that God made His image in both. Men and women, male and female, and in our image,、um, a God of Trinity. So we are all born given the image of God. What does it mean to have the image of God? I believe it is not simply the outer appearance, but、um, the good characteristics from God. All the noble and good qualities and characters we have, they all come from Him. And the man is put to take care of the earth. All of God's creation, and he partners with God in taking care and protecting the world around him.、Um, that also shows that we need to take good care of God's creation, the environment around us.、Um, we learn to, we find ways to cultivate it and make it a better place,、uh, but we don't let nature dominate us, and we certainly don't、um, worship the nature as some of the more primal、um, cults that. Word、uh, that we've discovered in history.、Um, God has given us a beautiful world in which we live in, and it's not up to us to damage and destroy. So on the seventh day, God rested from his work, and the world had been created.、Uh, the seventh day, the seventh day, he made it holy, a day separated from the other days, and it is time for rest, a day without production or work. To commemorate God's creation, it is a holy Sabbath day. It means that although work is important and meaningful, we all need a time of rest. So there are two themes that run through the seven days of creation, and these are everything is good, it's perfect, and according to its kind, and、uh, which means it's well organized. 
And after knowing this,、uh, none of us can have the excuses for being messy all the time. I think it is actually good. The creation has given us a clear picture as to how God seeks to create and to love, and how much He admires His work. And He also wishes to be loved in the process, and how perfectly it was when it first all began.